The following is a presentation of AOW Productions. This program contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. The views and opinions expressed by the host of this program do not necessarily state or reflect those of this station or its management. Bringing you controversy at its best with uncensored music, comedy, and political discussion. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Outlaw Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Outlaw Radio for the 23rd of July, 2022. I'm your host, Bad Billy, and got a great show lined up for you, as I always do. Now, last week I was unable to have a show because, unfortunately, I was suffering from a summer cold. And believe me, that's even worse than COVID. Um, Wasn't feeling well at all, but... Hey, I am back, still feeling a little bit congested, but feeling much, much better. All right, so on tap for this week, I've brought back for the third time to Outlaw Radio, Marty McCoy from Boba Flex and the Lonely Ones. Yes, uh, him and I had a little bit to talk about, so we'll hear from him in the first hour. The second hour, I have a longer conversation with Dan Happel and... Uh, yes, we have an interesting conversation there. Third hour, of course, got the Steve solution. Before I get to any of that, though, I want to cue one of the latest songs from Boba Flex. That's right, Boba Flex, not the lonely ones. This song is called I'll Blow Your Dreams Into the Sky. I'll be back with the interview with Marty McCoy right after this. And we go a little something like this. Hit it. From a rented basement, because Bad Billy's mom threw him out. It's Outlaw Radio.
thrill seeker rocking out to the station i hear you you're probably even sipping on a drink right now an average blah blah drink in a can or bottle one that doesn't quite hit the spot for you i'll bet you want something different don't you something more take your shot with cold cock whiskey the best whiskey anywhere why because it's different from other liquors cold cock whiskey is herbal whiskey 100 all natural herbs blended with aged american whiskey no more morning after sugar hangovers from other liquors. With Cold Cock's blend of herbs, including green tea, hibiscus, ginger, eucalyptus, and more, you'll be in herbal heaven. Cold Cock Whiskey, available at spirit stores and distributors America-wide. Find one near you at coldcockwhiskey.com. Follow Cold Cock Whiskey on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Celebrate those special moments with friends. Raise your glass. Take your shot. You must be 21 or older to drink Cold Cock Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. 
I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with with liberty and justice for all. Imagine a silent world where these words do not exist. Freedom of speech. Let your voice be heard. This message is brought to you by the NAB Education Foundation, the Broadcast Education Association, Robert R. McCormick Foundation, and this station. So you go into your sporting goods or firearms store to get that gun and ammunition you've been wanting to buy, only to find out that the store doesn't have it. Worse yet, the shelves are bare. They're empty. Ugh. Well, that's why there's GunBroker.com. You want it? GunBroker.com's got it. Guns, gun parts, ammo, ammo storage, reloading equipment, binoculars, scopes, sights. Did I mention guns? Pistols, rifles, handguns, shotguns, machine guns, paintball guns, archery supplies, tools, jewelry, watches, even musical instruments and gear. Yes, GunBroker.com has those too. I'm telling you, they have it all. There are even auctions where you can bid on certain items. The folks at GunBroker.com know their stuff. They've been in business for over 20 years with over 6 million happy registered users. Why not become one of them? GunBroker.com. Go there. Check it out. Register today. It's 100% free. GunBroker.com. GunBroker.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we are proud to announce that Outlaw Radio officially has affiliated with My Patriot Supply. Are you prepared for the next unplanned emergency? As we speak, inflation is rising and the grocery store shelves are stocked less and less every day. The time to prepare is now. Go to www.outlawradioabs.com, visit the store section, and click on the My Patriot Supply banner and purchase yourself some buckets of delicious gourmet food with a 25 year shelf life. You can also purchase other essential supplies you can use during times of unplanned emergencies. Supplies such as the Alexa Pure water filtration system, first aid and medical supplies, solar power supplies, and much more. Again, go to www.outlawradioabs.com. Visit the store section and click on the My Patriot Supply banner. Don't be left in the dark. Get yourself and your family prepared for the next unplanned emergency today. I'm Nick, and you're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we say what the fuckity fuck we want. No exceptions. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have just heard the new single from Boba Flex. It's called I'll Blow Your Dreams Into the Sky. And once again, I am welcoming back Marty McCoy to the show. Marty, how have you been, brother? I've been great, man. Super busy. Pulling double duty here lately. (laughs) Yes, yes. You know, the last time you and I talked, you know, you were telling me about uh, how uh, you were going through uh, the transition from Boba Flex to the Lonely Ones, and uh, we both called it, said, uh, eventually, one day, Sean's going to get that itch to come back, and we we knew it was just a matter of time. He's scratching it right now. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Um, so, uh, when did... Uh, how did this all all come about, or when did this all come about that uh, you know Sean, Sean wanted to get back together with you guys, put this song together? Um, we'd always known that it was going to happen, and we were going to do like a couple songs a year and a couple shows a year. Um, and it just you know it, it was time. It's like the pandemic's over. Um, the lonely ones have got out on their feet. 
um, you know, people were starting to realize that it's two separate bands, and it was it was time. Sean was like, I got a couple songs that I wrote. Um, come in, let's work on them together, and, and it went really fast and really fun. And, and then, you know, Sean came up with the concept of the video and all that stuff, and, and it just just went smooth. As it, I mean, it was just so fast. It was like, bam! Oh, it's already here. Yeah, yes. Looking at the video, and uh, I see Sean's got a bit of a different look. His hair's a little bit shorter, and he looks like he's growing a beard too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I, I hadn't seen him for a while. Cause, you know, I've been on the road and stuff. I come home and he looks totally different. I was like, I like it, man. I'm, I'm digging it. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, what, one thing I'm just noticing here, whether whether it be Boldaflex or whether it be the Lonely Ones too, is uh, I don't know. It looks like some some songs are really focusing around uh, serious topics too, especially like um, Eternal Sadness. Of course, touches on suicide awareness. Then you come out with a song called uh, "Change the Station," and that seems to be about uh, political beefing. And now, <laughs> yep. And now you're coming out with this one, of course, which uh, obviously is focusing on burglaries and break-ins and seems to also be a bit uh, pro-Second Amendment. Um, absolutely. It's like, <clears throat> I mean, if you're going to be in a rock band and you get to sing through some big speakers, it's like everybody sings about love and everybody sings, you know, and those are good songs and we have those. But it's like, I mean, you know, it's the fun, the, the most fun ones, the most fun to write and intriguing ones to write are about the, you know, pretty important issues. And, you know, if you get to scream through a microphone to massive speakers and have smoke go off and stuff, it's like, it feels like you should probably have at least a couple times something important to say. Um, I don't really choose let people know what side I'm on on either side. Um, but being from West Virginia and being an American, it's like, yeah, you should be able to protect your home um, by any means necessary because, you know, a lot of drugs, a lot of crazy people out there, and and uh, and if they break into your home and you got kids, you got a wife, you got a family, it's like, hey, you should be able to send them back out the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one one way or another, if they uh, don't want to listen, right? I would agree. <laughs> yes, I believe I believe you say leave three times, and if they don't, that is a imminent threat to your safety. Yes, yes. I mean that looking at uh, at uh, change the station. I mean. Um, I just, I liked basically how, uh, you know, you pretty much uh, kept the politics pretty much on an, on an uh, what do you say, a neutral independent level and attacked both yeah. sides. Yeah, well, both sides got pretty crazy. Um, I was on one of the sides, and, and I wish during the pandemic and stuff, I wish there had been a little more understanding to the other side, and I, I regret that. Um you know, I was like, you got to get the vaccine if you don't do this, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I, I mean, it's your choice to do whatever you want. Um, and I was a little, I was a, you know, I was an online bully at some times. And, and I, like I said, I, I regret that. I wish I'd been more understanding and more kind and more empathetic to people and how scared everybody was on one side or the other. It was a scary time. Didn't know if you were going to die. Didn't know, you know, didn't know. I, you know, I felt I got the vaccine and I um, did everything I was supposed to and, and you know, and just was a good little boy, and, and and but I was really, you know, I was kind of shitty at times to have people who who didn't who didn't trust it, and 
it's okay. I mean, I understand you don't trust the pharmaceutical companies. You don't trust the government. <laughs> Makes sense to me, you know. So I, so that was my my take on that. Was like we should have just been nicer to each other through all of it. We should have listened to each other. Like, hey, I, I don't feel right about this. And I go, I understand that's your choice. I do feel right about it. I'll go ahead and take the risk. And if I come out with you know if my arm falls off, I'll call you and let you know, or you know, vice versa. I'll let you know, if I, you know. It was it was just a really scary time, um, and I just feel like we we handled it like shit for as a as uh, you know as a human race. We did not handle it well. When the going got tough, we turned into awful people. And I you know I slipped into that a little bit myself, and, and I uh, kind of pretty ashamed of that at this point. <laughs> yeah, she yeah well you know and. I mean, there's there's op- oppositions from both sides saying, well, you know, if uh, a lot of people using the same uh, the same phrase for abortion, my body, my choice. A lot of people, uh, you know, you better take the vaccine for the for the uh, great the cause of the greater good for for your neighbors, whatever. And then there's yeah. others like, you know, I don't know what the fucks in this thing. I'm not going to take it, you know, so. Yeah, and, and and I understand that. Like I said, yeah. I, you know, I still believe that the vaccine was important, and um, <clears throat> but I should have understood, you know, that people were, were scared and didn't know and, and and didn't trust, you know, how fast it went through, and, and like it was, I I I don't agree with it, but I should have been more empathetic and and tried to just I should have handled it differently, and I think the you know. We as as the United States, left and right, we should have handled it differently. Like we understand, um, understand why. Like I, I don't know. Really, I just I should have been nicer. Should have been more more understanding. Well, well, you know why they call they call it left wing and right wing, don't you? Uh, you know, it's on the same bird, right? <laughs> exactly. Democrats, Republicans, two wings of the same dirty bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. It's like that's you know my thing too. It's like I don't trust the government either, but I also don't think you know. I mean, I did lie to us before, so why wouldn't they? But I also don't think there's evil, awful corporation. I just think people make mistakes and and try to do you know for the most part do the best with what information they have. Um, and I you know I felt like I was doing my part. Um, and we'll find out. You know, we'll find out if it was the right thing or it was the wrong thing, but. It, it, this is this is the United States of America. People have uh, rights and freedoms, and, and you know, instead of being mean to them for feeling one way, it's like we try to understand why they feel that way. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. And then, uh, so you you said a little bit ago. Of course, uh, Sean's going to come back. What like uh, once, twice a year now, or something? Looking like that. Um, he's getting the itch, uh, so there might be more than that, but. That, that's kind of what we um, were talking about. Like probably, you know, three, four something songs like that a year, maybe more. Um, depends on how how well the creative process goes. Um, and then probably, you know, two to two to five shows a year, make them special events, and and um, you know, it was just so much fun doing Bubble Flex, and we had such a really good fan base and such wonderful fans, and it was like it would be a shame to to not at least do it a couple times a year. And, and we, we did an acoustic show not long ago and it felt wonderful to be back on stage with those guys. And, um, we did a show at Brock Fest and 
I mean, you know, when you get 8,000 people singing your lyrics back to you, it's a feeling that it's hard to match. We're going to get the lonely ones to that level. Um, but, man, it's an amazing feeling. When, you know, there's 8,000 people singing, you know, bury me with my icons. <laughs> yes, like, oh, exactly. <laughs> oh. It is wild. You, you know so what? I understand why he misses it. I understand why he misses <laughs> it because it was like a main line of ecstasy right into the neck. And, and spiritual moments. It's like, yeah, I can't live without that either, buddy. I understand. <laughs> you know what, too? Was I was, uh, I was, I was uh, going through my Facebook feed a, a couple days ago, and I, I caught a post, and I couldn't, I couldn't help but think, oh my god, did Disturb steal Boba Flex's thunder again? <laughs> you know what I'm talking I got about? So messages about that yeah no it's a really good song they put out um yeah but i got so many messages about can you believe this I'm like there's no way they know that's a, it's an original song <laughs> yeah. there's no way and when it came out i was like oh it's a really good song i like disturbed i like disturbed first yeah. sound of silence i thought it was amazing um but it'd been yeah it'd been if, if it had been <laughs> i'd have been like hey guys uh, can you at least take us on tour and we can do it together just, just because, <laughs> give it a bit to cover a hey you. I mean, like, now guys, this is a little weird at this point. But it wasn't. And I, I, I knew it wasn't, but in the back of my mind, I got so many messages and stuff. I was like, ah, that would be weird if that was what happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, is there some kind of suit there following? Then I, you know, I clicked on it myself and I started listening and I'm like, Oh fuck, this is awesome. This ain't the same song. Yeah, that's a good song. Yeah. yeah. It's a great song. Yes. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I understand, uh, in, in a couple of days, of course, uh, uh, you you got you got an event you got a got a gig coming up of course gonna gonna mean Boba Flex and the Lonely Ones of course uh, a few a few other acts hitting the stage too. yeah Lost Past Everest which is Jake's uh, band um, Jake's the guitar player and Boba Flex so and then South of Eden which are really good friends of ours a kick ass band too um, but so we just decided to keep it in the family like you know Jake's band opens Lonely Ones goes next gives us time to rest for Bubble Flex, both of us. Um, and then South Eden goes on and they're amazing. And then Bubble Flex comes on. So it's going to be a long night, but it's going to be fun. And it's <laughs> like, I'm a, I'm a working musician. Let's go work. Yeah. Yeah. Got to say too, you know, you, since uh, the pandemic's been over too, I mean, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking at, at my cousin, he, who's a musician and, uh, now after it seems like after a year and a half of not being able to hit the stage, now now you can't keep him off of it. It's kind of the same for you. Your schedule's full, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it made me realize not that I would take anything for granted um, because I love what I do and I'm really really lucky. But it made me realize all the little things that I missed. The, using the bathroom at Wendy's at three in the morning. Um, I'll never complain about that again. You know what I mean? It's like when you take all that away and all this road adventures and, and seeing people smiling faces in the crowd and stuff, it's like when it was gone for a year and a half, it was brutal, um, which, you know, it was brutal for everybody. So I'm lucky that, that, you know, that's what I went through. Um, it wasn't as bad as what some people went through, but it definitely made me, you know, appreciate even more, um, how lucky I am to be able to do this for a living. You know, Marty, what's what I find kind of funny too is uh, an interview that I did. I can't remember who it was with, uh, 
but it was during the pandemic. And uh, the guy was telling me there were kids saying their best concert experience is watching it live on YouTube. And um, <laughs> I'm like, you, you, well, they're not old enough to go to concerts yet, I guess. I'm like, you can't get the same vibe and the the same experience, you know. No, no, no. I mean, that's no different when than you watching can download it. a concert. Yeah, when you can download a uh, live concert into your brain, then I think we're in trouble. But until then, we're good. <laughs> I, I mean, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's just nothing else that compares, you know. And even for the musician that uh, gets up there and feeds off the energy from the crowd too. Like I said, it's like a main line from the heavens. That feeling when the crowd starts cheering and starts singing the lyrics back to you, there's nothing like it. So if you can download a concert into your brain, I will sabotage it through very uh, military-like uh, tactics and make sure that it never happens. And there ain't no drug that can match that kind of high either. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> nothing like it. Yeah. Uh, one thing I do want to ask you is... Uh, what do you think are the positive outtakes uh, coming coming out of the uh, pandemic that uh, you can take from all of this? Because, I mean, obviously good things uh, can happen from things like this, too. I think people realized how much we need each other. Um, when you isolate yourselves from your friends and your family and concerts and football games and, and, and entertainment and things that you like, I, I believe the arts will thrive, and I believe that... Um, relationships will thrive again and people will realize, hey, you know, that's kind of shitty. should have been that way to you. Because um, that's what I see. Like, online, everything seems real mean and everybody's real hateful. Face-to-face, everybody's really nice. And I think that, you know, we, we're going to, we've learned how much we need each other, whether we disagree or not. When you're in, in the concert, everybody's got their hands held up high, looking in the same direction, singing together, and, and it just feels, it's just a big, huge, you know, not to sound like a hippie, which I am, um, just, you know, all this positive energy and love coming out in one direction, and it's a very powerful thing, and I think people need that, and they forgot about it, and, and we got isolated away from each other, and, and fear and anger and all that stuff crept in a lot stronger than it usually does on a daily basis, and I think that, you know, Kindness, positivity, and love is going to creep back in the other way. Fingers crossed. Yes. Yes. Now, another thing uh, I did, I want to ask you about, too. Obviously, well, when you guys put together a cover, like, uh, you know, your your version of Sound of Silence w- was, was great. And then, uh, of course, your cover of uh, Hey You was very good as well. And then, uh, I don't know, it's like uh, about... I'd say about a year and a half ago, you came out with that cover of uh, Queen's uh, Flash Gordon theme, and uh, right. wow, was that brilliant! I mean, thanks. Yeah, thank you. I mean, and it's like you took nothing away from Freddie Mercury. You you just you know you did it in your own style, and I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't think you can take any away from him. He's one of the greatest singers that ever walked the planet. So it was a little nerve wracking, but when you're doing covers, it's like, <clears throat> it's fun to do stuff that is challenging and just out of the box that no one else has done. Um, you know, so that it's, you know, not to you know bash anybody, but it's like, I mean, how many metal bands are going to do a, a pop cover that's real popular this week? And then there's, you know, 20 videos of, 
some dude on YouTube screaming this beautiful melody that then turned into <laughs> I was like, I ain't into that shit. Um, <laughs> you know, I was into it once. I was into it once or twice, but it's just like, it's the bandwagon kind of thing. So I want to do something where people can't do it. <laughs> or, you know, something that's fun to do in the studio, and if we blow it, it'll never come out. And if it turns out good, release it. It's always just fun. You know what I mean? It's like, let's, let's try and flash forward, or let's try, you know, people said don't you can't cover pink floyd you can't do it it's like well i mean i love pink floyd so i'm just going to do it for the fun time and the experience to pretend like i'm roger waters and david gilmore um because they're my heroes and if it turns out good we'll put it out um so that's always that kind of thing something challenging something fun to see if we can pull it off and um we we batting pretty good so far uh, I'm not really into sports so i don't know what i, <laughs> I think i'm batting a thousand is that what you're supposed to do <laughs> Oh yes, <laughs> you know, and, and I, also there's there's only one band out there I think that can uh, that can cover uh, pop songs really well <laughs> too. I think uh, Through Fires, they covered the oh, yeah, yeah. Jar of Hearts, and I and once I heard that I said, "Wow, that's a good cover of a bad song." <laughs> well, that's well, I, you know, anytime there's a really good song, it doesn't matter what genre you do it in, it's really cool. But it just feels like, you know, just to me, like I said, you know, not to disrespect anybody, but it just feels like it's a very trendy thing to do is, is take this beautiful song and then some guy go, rah, rah, rah. and I was like, ah, I'm not going to do that. I'd rather hear the melody. Just sing the melody. You can do the heavy guitars. Just sing the damn melody. You know, that that's that's the thing, too. If you take a song and you want to make a rock and me- or metal song out of it, a lot of people think, Oh no! Don't speed it up! Don't. I was like, no. Just because you want to make a a rock or metal cover of the song doesn't mean that you're going to speed it up. Means maybe you're going to put a heavier riff on it, but doesn't mean you're going to yeah, speed it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like I like to see songs reimagined, but man, don't mess with that melody. That's why it's the whole reason I listen to the songs. I sing that melody back. You know. So I mean, I like cover songs. I think cover songs are great. I've seen bands do some really great ones where. You know, I hate to say it where I'm like, I think I like that one better than the original. Um, but just it's just a way to keep that song going and, and and share, you know, when people cover songs, it's like it's because it meant something very special to them. And that's what I think. It's, it means something very special, and then you get your chance to sing that song, and, and it just it's just really cool when you listen back to it. You're like, wow, man, we, I, think we, I think we got this one right. It's a cool, cool thing. Um like I said, you know, the trends of, of okay, you know, there's going to be 90 covers of that Kate Bush song. Uh, my favorite cover is a band, Placebo, that did it a long time ago. So I got my cover of that song, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, so, but it's just like that just happens a bunch. And then it's like, you know, when Wrecking Ball came out, 20 metal bands covered Wrecking Ball on YouTube. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> we knew you were going to do it, you know. Yeah, but it's like, all right, uh, that's cool. Do Yeah. Ironically, though, I listen. I, <clears throat> I enjoy listening to Bob Dylan and a lot of his old stuff. And then, of course, I hear my uncle, who who was a musician, or other people. They'll say, "Yeah, we covered this song, but we I think we did a better job than this." Of course, but uh, well, you're talking about a man who can't sing, but that's his. <laughs> he wrote the material, and he knows how to write songs. I would disagree. I think he's a great singer. I think I don't. Would he make it on American Idol? No, but those are my favorite singers are the ones that you either love them or you hate them because they sound so different than everybody else. That it's like, oh, uh, you know, I love Axl Rose. Um, 
he's a great singer. But, you know, I, I've heard people say, I can't stand his voice. I go, I, he's, I love his voice because it doesn't sound like everybody else. It's not clean and pristine. And um, like I said, these, you know, American Idol singers that are amazing and can, you know, have these crazy ranges and can do all this stuff. I said, yeah, but I don't feel anything. I don't feel any attitude from them. I don't feel, <laughs> there's been a couple of them on American Idol. I was like, that is awesome. But, you know, that pristine, super clean voice, there's, that just doesn't do it for me. It's not my, you know, I, I like to hear somebody that sounds like, oh, I can hear pain and cigarettes in their voice. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear sadness and, and despair in their voice and every note that they sing. That's the kind of singers that I like. Um, I forget how we got on that topic, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marty, that's all the questions I have for you at this time. Um, I want to thank you very much uh, for joining me uh, once again. And uh, before I hit the uh, upcoming music set, uh, where I think I'm going to put in a, a little mix of uh, Boba Flex and the Lonely Ones there, uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, give yourself a plug once again. Uh, where can you be found on social media? You got, uh, of course, uh, iTunes, uh, Spotify, you got a website, all that yeah. good shit. You type in the lonely ones, and we pop up everywhere. We're the ones with the long black hair and the cool-looking guitars. <laughs> um, yeah, iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Google. I just you know, there's so many streaming services. We're on all of them. Um, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that cool stuff. It's quite a, it's quite daunting task to take care of all those things, but uh, we're on them, and we we're doing a good job. So. Type in the lonely ones, you'll find us. Type in Boba Flex, you'll find us. Well, yeah, I mean, how can you mistake uh, the uh, Star Wars uh, aerobic machine? <laughs> As I think you'd never hear the end of something like uh, us. Yeah, I thought it was great. Like, when we were younger, we were like, oh, well, we'll make this name so we don't get sued. And then, like, a month later, um, Boba Flex came out. So... <clears throat> As much as it was a uh, you know a bummer, at the same time it worked for us because even if you didn't know who we were, you go, I think I've heard of you before. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've heard that band before. You know, I mean, you've heard heard a lot of it. That, that name you know, sparks some memories. <laughs> well, uh, once again, Marty, I appreciate your time and uh, best of luck to you. And uh, if you ever come out Thanks, west man. again, yeah, you know, you know, I'll be there. All right, we will. We'll see you out there soon. You bet. You take care. Later, brother. All right. There you have the interview with Marty McCoy. Yes, that's the third time he's appeared here on Outlaw Radio, and it's always great talking to him. Going to go to our first music set, which is just basically a mix of songs by Boba Flex and The Lonely Ones. Be right back after this. This is the kind of thing that just tickles my balls. You're listening to Outlaw Radio, and if you don't agree with our opinions, then fuck your mother. Hey, do you kiss your girlfriend with that mouth? The human race is quite a violent bunch. Destroying everything we touch. Some 
situations Say she cut it out The situation turned us upside down Intimidation And you can get so loud That information Change the station I'm supposed to episode of Serious Cougar. Eunice goes on a bender with a pool boy and breaks her hip. If women in their 20s don't know their ass from their elbow, and women in their 50s know what they like, imagine being with an experienced, pleasure-loving octogenarian wrestling with dementia and horniness. The show that hits below the belt, just like her breasts. Serious Cougar, Wednesday nights at 9 on Weasel.
sick of your bullshit Getting kinda sick of your lies Crocodile tears in the clothes Trust me, honey, that ain't no surprise You could use an attitude adjustment
There is no other feeling than strapping up or grabbing those kettlebells, grappling on the mat, or doing some shadow boxing, getting knocked down, getting back up, throwing strikes, and then doing it all over again. So when you hear someone scream, gear up, you better get ready, because it's just you, your Hunter Athletic Gear, and the voice telling you to train harder. No matter how much experience you have, Hunter Athletic Gear stands with you all the way. Their products are engineered for utmost comfort, protection, and speed. Battle after battle, Hunter Athletic Gear is the brand celebrating your victory. Hunter Athletic Gear has a range of great training and fight gear for men and ladies, including compression pants, fight shorts, hoodies, vests, caps, and bikinis. They can create custom branded ranges for your gym or business. Visit their website at huntermma.co.za. Gear up and let's train. What news and information are your media dollars buying when the narrative is prescribed by the advertisers? Scripted lies, media brainwashing, and thought control. Take back your voice. Take back our media. But most of all, take back our First Amendment. Subscribe to Caravan to Midnight today for hard-hitting commentary free from political correctness and media bias as I and some of the most intelligent and interesting people on Earth delve deep into what really lies beyond the headlines. Three to four hour uninterrupted and uncensored information. Join our CTM family today. Join the movement. Join the fight for freedom and independence. Caravan to Midnight is media for the people, by the people, independent of commercial obligations or influence. For less than a cup of coffee per month, you can make a difference. Let the people fund the next news network. Help us grow. Help us create a platform where we place freedom of speech and thought first. Join the family at caravantomidnight.com. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. This is the Second Amendment of the United States of America's Constitution. This Second Amendment, the right of law-abiding Americans to privately own and possess firearms, is under attack like no other time in America's history. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have pledged to take away your Second Amendment rights through gun bans, gun confiscations, and government regulations. Even a gun tax. Do not take this lying down. The time to take action and fight to protect your Second Amendment rights is now. Join the Second Amendment Foundation, the oldest and largest nonprofit foundation focused on protecting your Second Amendment rights. For more information, to join or to donate, visit saf.org. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Cancel culture has not only affected myself and MyPillow, but also millions of you out there. My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you for all your support. At MyPillow, we have hundreds of products now, including my new slippers, bathrobes, sleepwear, and my new beds. We are offering the best products ever for the best prices ever. Mike Lindell is a true patriot who loves America, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code OUTLAW for all Mike's great discounts. Or call 1-800-652-3982. And remember to use promo code OUTLAW. 
And now a message for the men. Listen up, guys. Fact. As we men age, our IGF-1 growth factor levels decrease, which can lead to gradual deterioration of energy, muscle growth, and immune function. From Neutronics Labs comes a line of health supplements that make men men again. Deer Antler Velvet. Listen. IGF-1 Plus Deer Antler Velvet contains the most concentrated source of widely diversified nutrition found in the plant or animal kingdom. Choose from Neutronics Labs liposome spray products. From the Ultra 10,000 Nanograms Package to the Platinum 300,000 Nanograms Package. They're also specially formulated supplements for joint pain relief, more energy, better stamina, better natural sleep, stress relief, and weight loss. For more information about these amazing products, visit keys2life.shop. That's K-E-Y-S, the number 2, life.shop. IGF-1 Plus Deer Antler Velvet Supplements from Neutronics Labs. Making men, men again. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Fuck the shit. Fuck the fucking shit. Fuck shit. You're listening to Outlaw Radio. Now buy a sewing machine, take it home, and cram it up your ass. Fuck shit. The shit. Fuck shit. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Coldcock Whiskey. Raise your glass, take your shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic, Gear Up, Let's Train, and Neutronics IGF-1, Making Men Men Again. The songs you just heard, you just heard The Lonely Ones with Real Big Trouble. Before that, Boba Flex with Bad Man. Before that, The Lonely Ones with Eternal Sadness. Prior to that... Bubble Flex with Dry Your Eyes. And starting off the whole set, The Lonely Ones with Change the Station. Yes, indeed. Once again, uh, shout out to Marty McCoy. Thank you once again for joining the show. All right, in just a little bit, it'll be time for Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk with Dan Happel. Before I get to that, it is time to reveal... The Outlaw Radio Idiot of the Week. And ladies and gentlemen, the Outlaw Radio Idiot of the Week this week is, of course, somebody else from CNN. (laughs) That would be Don Lemon. Now, of course, uh, from what I understand, CNN is under new management. And uh, you say they they cleaned house, they got Chris Cuomo out of there, and they they want to uh, make it more neutral than uh, as far left as... uh, it has gone, but uh, Don Lemon isn't buying any of that. Uh, basically, he wants to stick to his propaganda reporting, and well, he wants to keep uh, CNN on the track that it was before. Uh, I think it's time for him to go and do something else. Anyway, enough on that. It's time for Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk with Dan Happel. Here we go. Outlaw Radio, conservative talk. I just want to tell you that America is the greatest place on earth. We will make America great again. We the people tell the government what to do. It doesn't tell us. We the people are the driver. The government is the car. And we decide where it should go and by what route and how fast. Outlaw Radio, conservative talk starts now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, for this edition of Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk, I am welcoming back 
Dan Happel. It's been a while since I've spoken to him and had him on the show. Uh, welcome back to the show, brother. Well, uh, thank you, Billy. I appreciate it. Uh, it has been a while. It's uh, good to get together once in a while. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a lot going on. And <clears throat> excuse my voice after getting over a summer cold, still coping with that uh, the best I can. But uh, yeah, a lot going on. And I'll pro somebody's going to hear me and probably think I've got the Rona. I'll tell you what, I've already had COVID. These summer colds are a lot worse than COVID. So. Well, I've had COVID too, and I'm glad I, uh, I had it. I developed my natural immunity, and um, I'm obviously not interested in taking multiple vaccinations that end up uh, destroying my natural immune system. So uh, let's just, let's catch a few things, and, and then we develop our own natural immunities. Yeah, yeah you know... <clears throat> As I was speaking to, I'll speak about this again and again. You know, uh, it's my, my very first uh, martial arts instructor, my, uh, my first uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu teacher, Keith Owen, uh, recently uh, passed away earlier this year. He was only 52 years old, you know, and he was always, he was a big, strong man and always healthy, full-time martial artist. Um. But uh, he goes to Brazil with uh, Professor Sauer for the first time in his life. And some, I just have this feeling that he was mandated to take the vaccine before mm -hmm. he took off to Brazil. And he has a, he has a heart attack in his sleep. Something's, something's not adding up there. Well, I know a lot of people that uh, have taken the jab and uh, I know a number of them that have developed some real health issues as a result of it. I, I do happen to know of one that I know for a fact uh, developed a serious enough heart issue that it uh, has really changed their life. Uh, and it's only been since they got the uh, vaccine. So uh, why, uh, why put something into your body that you really don't know whether or not it's good for you. Good point. Good point. You know, I mean, it's really wasn't tested. Or, I mean, and, you know, this, I'm not worried at all about this monkeypox thing going on because uh, I've, I think you and I have both had the smallpox jab when we were kids. Because, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, that, that's an old thing. And all this monkeypox is, is basically a weaker variant of smallpox mm -hmm. from what I've, what I understand. Of course, uh, the left and the mainstream media are going to blow it up to make it uh, so much worse than something uh, than what it really is. I'm sure it's already proven that it's something else that's survivable. It's just kind of nasty when you have it. Mm -hmm. But well, you know, what, what something they've done, Billy, if you, uh, if you look at what happened with all the COVID, 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 everything's going to kill you. And look at what they did to our society. They completely shut down our economic system. They isolated people from one another. They destroyed our uh, education system for our uh, young people, at least the ones that weren't homeschooled. 
And, uh, you know, they, they created a, a whole new class, I would say, of uh, dependent people who, uh, frankly, they lived off the government completely for about a year and a half uh, that had never been on any kind of government programs before. If you look at all the negative things that came out of the COVID thing, how could we possibly think that anything positive came out of that? Uh, and, and at the same time, uh, you know, even with all their inflated numbers, all they can come up with is maybe uh, close to uh, half a million people who died from COVID. You know, the only people that I, know, I can think of who have really benefited from the COVID lockdowns are uh, the musicians that I have interviewed on this show. Hmm. But because... Wow, they had more time to uh, finish uh, projects that they started a long time ago, or they had more time to write more songs. You know, that's so, and they had more family time, especially those that are touring a lot. So, I mean, that's about the only positive thing I can think that came out of the whole the whole deal. But uh, other than that, you know, I mean, what's that do for me? What's that do for you? You know, right, right. Well, we. We all but destroyed our national economy uh, for the nine to 12 month period that uh, all this stuff was going on. Then, of course, the thing they came up with was the, uh, the vaccine, which was totally untested. And now we know there are some real serious health issues with it. I, I think back when, uh, when I was a young man, um, the Pinto, Ford Pinto, they had 12 gas tanks in various uh, accidents that uh, caught on fire and blew the car up. And they pulled the Pinto off the market in a matter of weeks. And 12, 12 vehicles. And, and we have literally hundreds of thousands of people who are reporting adverse effects and death from uh, the COVID vaccine, and, and it's still on the market. Uh, well, something doesn't add up. Hey, and there are those, you know, but get the jab, do it, do it for the greater good, do it, you need to do it. No, I, I, I don't need to do it. I don't see the point of it. I, and if you really are, are so pro-abortion, then uh, take, take your own uh, advice. My body, my choice. Right, right. Exactly. That only that only pertains when you're talking abortion. That only pertains when you're talking about killing babies. Uh, when it comes to uh, you making a, a conscious choice of whether you want to be vaccinated with an experimental, and it isn't a vaccine, it's actually an experimental uh, application of uh, gene modification, and uh, if you don't want that, uh, somehow you're bad because you don't want to take that. I'm sorry. I don't like the double standard here. And no, there is a huge double standard. And speaking of which, speaking of double standards, too, uh, this just in, I heard uh, about an hour ago. So uh, obviously, uh, those of you watching, this will be, of course, released uh, on Saturday, the 23rd, but at the time of recording, it is Tuesday, the 19th of July. Uh, they're talking about uh, the, 
you know, as much as they want to go on about January 6th, uh, right now, they got pro-abortion uh, people right now uh, have just stormed the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Probably, I don't know if it's as serious as what uh, January 6th turned out to be, but still, you know, and of course, this is encouraged by uh, Loco Cortez, mm-hmm. you know, the one the one who I, I wouldn't trust to fix my drinks, um, you know, and, and, and her radical agenda. And they want to go on and on and on about January 6th. I mean, it's like, it's like now you're watching a series of waiting for the finale. Billy, they're trying to turn a very patriotic attempt by a, a vast majority of Americans. And I mean, I, I don't think there's any question that more people voted for Donald Trump than voted for China Joe o. Biden. I don't think, uh, I even the Democrats are admitting that there's questions about the whole election process. But let's just say that, uh, let's say it was a fair election. Let's just say that. Uh, if, in fact, it was, why wouldn't they want to have the discussion and have uh, the, this come before Congress and be able to talk about it very openly? That's what January 6th shut down, was that opportunity for open debate on whether or not the election had some real serious problems with, uh, with the way things were done. That stopped with January 6th. Now they're trying to demonize anybody who was a Trump supporter as somehow being anti-American. Forget that crap. The most, uh, obviously the most uh, loyal Americans are the ones who want to protect our right for free and open and fair elections that are accurately counted. And uh, if that makes me an enemy of the state, then so be it. That, no, that means the, uh, the state is your enemy. No, no. I mean, January 6th, people, and they were trying to find, I, I saw a, a, a thing on CNN the other night. I, I, um, and I believe How I want to look for it. Uh, Well, the Communist News Network, but uh, they were talking about how uh, the January Sixers were all promoting uh, weapons on January 6th, uh, promoting having weapons at the January 6th event. Well, guess what? Not one single gun was found on any of the people that participated in January 6th, except the federal agents and the provocateurs that were brought in to stir the pot. They were the only ones that had weapons. But Dan, let me tell you something. You know, I was saying this after uh, the election had happened while we still had President Trump in office, and I still will call him President Trump. I will, I will not say that Joe Biden is my president. You know, I I kept saying to my wife, you know, and everybody else, let's wait till January 6th, because, you know, that's when everything is really going to be decided. Mm -hmm. You know, and Donald Trump put out a tweet uh, like, I don't know, a day or two prior to it said, 
there will be protests on January 6th. You know, the, I mean, mm -hmm. the, you know, everything was planned for January 6th. So I, th you know, obviously I think uh, the actors that stormed the Capitol that day, I mean, the guy wearing the horns is already confirmed member of Antifa. So they were, they were not Trump supporters. Patriots don't do this. Real patriots don't do anything like that. All right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I mean, and John B. Wells has talked about it too, that all those, those criminals, those uh, marauders were, you know, they were actors. They were not Trump supporters. They were from the left, disguised, of course, wearing their MAGA hats and MAGA shirts and carry, one of them carrying a Confederate flag. So they looked like they'd fit in and uh, they, mm -hmm. um, you know, so it was basically a show put on by them to, to make Trump look bad. And now they're trying to prosecute Trump first, the uh, second impeachment for that, uh, for that day that didn't work. So now they're really trying to nail him with this. Oh, God. I'm this has got to change, Billy. This has got to change. What we have right now is the worst government and the greatest miscarriage of justice that I've ever seen in my lifetime. Everything they're doing right now is designed to tear this country apart and to uh, slice and dice and separate everyone. I mean, you take a look at the BLM, the Antifa, all the stuff that they're doing out there, even though these people, I mean, I'm, I'm fine. Okay, if, if they have their opinion, they're welcome to them. But what they're trying to do is trying to separate all of us from one another so that everybody's at odds with each other. And that way we don't have time to pay attention to the guys, the 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 uh, villains behind the screen. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a it's a diversion, is what it is. You know, I mean, the basic. Oh, look over there. There's a, there's a racist. Get you know, get that get that mob going so they can turn around. You know, and 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 work on something behind everybody's back. There, they're mm -hmm. good at that. You know, and just look at this whole this whole administration. I mean. You go from Donald Trump Jr., who's obviously learned from his dad and is, and is quite accomplished himself, to Hunter Biden, who's a proven pedophile and drug addict, um, the administrator of health. I mean, I'm trying, I treat transgender people like human beings as if they deserve to be treated, you know. But I'm not going to take these wokeism ideas like uh, what this uh, Rachel Levine saying you need to put your children on puberty blockers until they can decide what gender they want to be when they get older. That, well, keep in mind that the number one goal of UN Agenda 21 and the globalists is to reduce the world's population to somewhere around a half a billion people. OK, they've even stated that that was part of the Georgia Guidestones that just got blew up. Um, the, the, they've stated it openly. It's in their documents on biodiversity, on U.N. Agenda 21, on U.N. Agenda 2030. It's right there. All of it is there for the uh, people to see. Well, what better way to do that than 
uh, basically treat, create a whole bunch of people who can't have children. Yes, yeah, that's another thing. Uh, side effect from, uh, from this, the uh, yeah, is uh, okay. Uh, a lot of these girls, yeah, they're going to be fine. They're going to be healthy, but they cannot bear children. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, so you killed. Uh, you know, I I don't know how many different girls I went to school with that said, you know, that hoped to be a mom one day. Mm -hmm. And now look at the and look at these girls uh, now that. And uh, some of them, their dreams are just totally crushed. And then, of course, I'm going to quote one girl. Now, you're, I've said this before, but uh, when you hear this, you, you're not, you're not going to like it, man. One girl said, I can't live without sex. I can't afford birth control. And I hate using condoms. Thank God there's a Planned Parenthood close by. Wow. So you so you're just going to keep killing babies. You want to be a whore and you want to impregnate yourself and keep killing babies. There, I mean, I'm not totally 100% against abortion. You know, as if there's issues of rape or uh, underlying health conditions that the you know the mother can't survive the pregnancy, then maybe an abortion is necessary. But that, come yeah, on. I I, you know, with uh, basically under Obamacare, uh, everybody in this country can get uh, birth control. That's part of Obamacare. So uh, what, what is this young lady talking about? Uh, she can get birth to control uh, anytime she wants it. And it's probably not going to cost her a dime. Or, or that is, I mean, uh if you want to put all these abortions that she's probably going to have on the, on the taxpayers, who knows what the bill's going to be, but put in a hysterectomy and I'm sure that's going to be a lot less. Yeah, exactly. If they, if she really feels that way, that, that would be the best thing to do is get her tubes tied. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, but other than that, I mean, you're going to be irresponsible and have sex like that. Uh, fine. You, you should uh, go through the consequences of your actions. And first off, I mean, the man should, should obviously help pay his share of the hospital bills. But, uh, you know, she's, she's going to take two to tango, as we both know, mm -hmm. um, you know, but either raise, the, either raise the child or give it out for adoption, especially to one of these poor girls who took the jab and wanted to have children, and now they can't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, they, uh, the ramifications of this uh, COVID vaccine program are going to be felt for generations, and we know that. Yes, yes. I mean, and uh, another thing I've, I've got to talk about, I am just sick to my stomach with the Uvalde, Texas Police Department. Mm. I can't. I mean, they, I have, they are incompetent retards when you look at what happened in Uvalde, Texas. The, I mean, I've talked about how, how many times that massacre could have been prevented mm -hmm. and the police did nothing. Yeah. And, and now here they are. We got, we had, we had a bunch of deaths prevented in Indianapolis this last Sunday mm -hmm. because 
there was a young kid, only 22 years old, who took out this this guy who goes into the uh, goes into that shopping mall, and he's in there for an hour and 20 minutes before he comes out with a with two rifles and a bunch of magazines ready to fire. If that kid wasn't there to take out that perpetrator, mm-hmm. it, we, you know, it's too bad three people had to die, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, Billy, I think, you know, we, we recognize that a lot of this stuff that's going on right now, I, I'm sure you're familiar with the uh, concept of uh, Manchurian candidate. Um a good friend of mine, uh, Juliet Engel, is uh, a medical doctor who, as a child, went through the MK Ultra sex magic program. Her parents were CIA officers. Her grandfather was a, one of the founders of the CIA, and uh, her uncle was CIA. She went through this uh, program called MK Ultra sex magic, where they used drugs to uh, basically take over the personalities of these young people. And she became, in essence, a uh, uh, she was prostituted by her parents and uh, by her own parents, who were CIA, incidentally. And she went through this whole program. But one of the things that uh, Julia talks about is how so many of the people who are in upper levels of our national leadership right now were at one time MK Ultra, um, I guess I would say participants, and uh, they lost their personality and they're being controlled by outside forces. And uh, she believes that there are a lot of them at the highest levels of our government that uh, are part of that program. Well, if in fact that's the case, there's an awful lot of young people out there as well that are now going around and doing, uh, you know, these mass shootings and things. How many of those things were really part of a program very much like MKUltra? (laughs) Well, you know, let's go to the Uvalde shooting. That kid had two Daniel Defense rifles that he supposedly purchased legally. Mm -hmm. Daniel Defense makes some of the best AR-15s on the market, and they are not cheap. That kid was indigent. How did he get the the money to buy two of those rifles? Right. And uh, one thing I did want to state, though, getting back to the uh, Uvalde Police Department, they're criticizing the Indianapolis Police Department to, and, and that kid who stopped that shooting saying, what's he doing going into a, a mall with a, with a gun when he, he's not supposed to be carrying a weapon in there? Forgetting that uh, Indiana, uh, state of Indiana just passed constitutional carry about two months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, of course as incompetent as they are, I think they were a big part of the problem. Now it's as if they almost encouraged it. They sent, use this kid as some kind of, some kind of pawn in their sick game. You know, it's funny, but um, well, it isn't funny. It's sad, but um, 
Um, it, it turns out that an awful lot of these young people that are involved in these shootings are on psychotropic drugs. Who prescribes those drugs? You know, they, they are, uh, they're prescribed by the very schools that are involved in all these uh, so-called serial killings, you know, the, 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 the uh, mass shootings, I should say. The, the, the teachers and the, and the doctors and the medical staff in these schools are prescribing these drugs, and a lot of these young people are doing things they don't even know they're doing. You know, I'm glad you brought that up, Dan, because, you know, I was I was diagnosed attention hyperactivity deficit disorder, you know, and all that. And I was put on Ritalin. This was when I was uh, 19 going into 20 and I was doing this stuff. And, um, you know, at, at the time, too, I had just kicked a meth addiction and then I'm put on Ritalin, which is another form of speed. And. Mm -hmm way I see it, that stuff didn't help me. Uh, I mean, I, I already lost weight uh, doing meth and then, uh, you know, and then I'm not having much of an appetite doing Ritalin. So that's not helping me. Um, I'll tell you what, what, once I just decided, so what if I got this condition, I think I can deal with it without medication. And I just, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm done with this shit. Once I did, I, I can't begin to tell you how much happier I, I started to be, become once I was done with those medications. Well, can you imagine that now they're uh, prescribing Ritalin for uh, children as young as six and seven years old and what an impact that'll have on their entire life? What that's going to do to their their system, their body, this no, no. You know, I, I, it already makes me mad enough that we have doctors out there prescribing oxycodons or however you say it, oxycodons or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's nothing wrong. I, okay. When I was uh, 32, I, uh, I blew out my back real bad and I, uh, I, I needed back surgery, but before that I was in a, oh man horrible pain from two herniated discs. Uh, thank God there was Vicodin because that's the only thing that could help me. So some of these narcotics aren't necessary, mm -hmm. but oxycodones. Yeah. What's that? That is sugar coated heroin. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of stuff out there. And the problem with so many of them is that if they were used just for, um, you know, the, the pain application for a short period of time. But what they do is they overprescribe this stuff and they get people hooked on them. And then, uh, then they become basically addicted to something that they can't, they can't do without. And, you know, there's a lot of people that have a kind of an addictive personality anyway. They're looking, you know, I, I have friends that, uh, uh, could never quit smoking, you know, they uh, smoke cigarettes, and they couldn't quit. And they, and they say, well, why don't you just quit? Well, I can't. I can't quit, they'd say. And uh, there's a lot of people like that that are on different forms of addictive drugs. And all I can say is that 
you know, we're we're creating a society that's making it very difficult for uh, people to make rational decisions. And right in the middle of all that, we have all these mass shootings. And all I can say is that, believe me, there are a lot more of them tied in with drugs than we're getting told by the mainstream media. I mean, I'm a proponent of cannabis, you know, I mean, uh, as far as it's already proven, especially with CBD, the medicinal purpose is there, you know, and then obviously we've seen the, I, I seen the, uh, I think Oregon, I, it, it's so left leaning over there, but uh, I looked mm-hmm. at their economy with the legalization of marijuana and I was very impressed, you know, and I, not only that, you know, I look at what's legal and what's not and associate what the, where the violent crimes come from, especially alcohol. Right. And uh, you t- uh, yeah, I, I honestly have no problem myself. I mean, you and you and I can disagree on this one, but I'm, you know, I am for the, the uh, legalization of uh, marijuana and, you know, um, but not everybody's going to disagree uh, or going to agree with me on that. And that's fine. But, uh, you know, I've, I've seen the, the good that comes out of it, you know, and, and uh, obviously I've seen, all, it just seems like there's two, the consequences with alcohol are so much worse, you know, something's up there, you know, Well, Billy, I'm, uh, I'm an old guy, but I can tell you, I'm also uh, uh, one that believes in uh, libertarian ideas that uh, government doesn't have any damn business trying to control social behavior. Uh What works on that is having um, a, a, a good civil society that, uh, frankly, we deal with people that that abuse things, okay? That should be done by society, and it ought to be a social thing. You know, you create a, a solid uh, culture of, of, of law-abiding citizens. I don't, I, I don't think the government has any, uh, any role in determining who can uh, do what with their own body. But I also say that we shouldn't be there to pick up all these netwits when they OD or do whatever. I think, you know, people have to be responsible for their, uh, for their own behavior. And if they screw up, so be it, you know, that's just like, you know, when I was, (laughs) Some people who want to sue McDonald's because they've become obese. Well, you should have. Yeah. <laughs> come on, you, you knew the food wasn't good for you when you went there in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, come on, we can't we can't sue the makers of knives and forks and spoons for obesity. Yeah, yeah, and, and fast food chains. I mean, the, the ingredients are there. You know, it's not good for you. So you got to decide for yourself and take responsibility and face the consequences of your own actions. That's right. Absolutely. But but that accountability, it's like it's not being taught anymore. Mm -hmm. It's it's like, uh, no, no, it's, you know, they're going to coddle you and they're going to tell you, you know, it's not your fault. It's not your choice or. (sighs) Yeah. Personal responsibility is part of freedom. If, if you can't be responsible for your own actions, 
then you don't have the right to be free. It's that simple. You know, and uh, all I can say is that I, I cherish and I love freedom. So therefore, I have to be responsible for my own actions. Yes. Yes, exactly. I mean, that's that's what it's been all about from day one. Mm-hmm. Day one, but uh, they they just want to they want to strip this all away. Of course, uh, yeah, rely on the government. The government's here to protect you. The government's going to feed you. The government's going to take care of this and that. Welcome to the new world order. This is communism. Enjoy Absolutely. it. Absolutely, anything they give you, they have the right to take away. What was the old phrase? Uh, in 10 years, you will, you will own nothing and you will be happy. John keeps referring to that. <laughs> yeah, in fact, that's uh, Klaus Schwab said that two years ago at the economic, uh, World Economic Forum, and he said it would be the case by 2025. Well, that only leaves us a couple of years. That's really scary. <laughs> so we're, we're running out of time. Just something I wanted to ask you, and uh, maybe one day I should reach out to Mary Fanning about this. We mm-hmm. talked about that, that election, you know, and I have no doubt in my mind that it was rigged, especially when I live in the state of Idaho, and here I am in the mountain time zone, and uh, California calls its election for Biden before Texas does, and they're in the central time zone, meaning it's only like, uh, what, six, six o'clock, seven o'clock in the evening there. So that was my first uh, big red flag right there about the election was California calling before my state or before the state of Texas. Something's not right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know, that uh, the election, I mean, incidentally, I don't know if you knew this, uh, Billy, but I was uh, in Washington, D.C. on January 6th, uh, 2020. I went with a group of uh, my fellow uh, Montana patriots, uh, old people like uh, me. We went to hear the president speak at the Ellipse, and we were standing there. And I have to tell you, we saw the Uh, People out in the audience who were antagonizers, who were trying to create problems, and they were the same ones that showed up at the Capitol that are on film for causing all the problems that happened at the Capitol. We could pick them out of the crowd. Uh, When we were there, we said, these guys are not Trumpers. These guys are here to cause problems. And sure enough, they were the ones. And. I'm not sure if you're familiar with uh, a young lady out of uh, New York named Tina Forte. She's she's uh, born in in the Bronx, and obviously she's got that New York spunk, that new that New York attitude. Uh, you you know you watch her videos on Twitter and and things like that. You know, I mean, obviously got the New York foul mouth. She's she's not afraid to speak speak out, and she's not afraid to cuss you. She's running against AOC, which uh, she has my full support. Uh, she she put up on Twitter, though, and I wish I could find this video because I would take a copy of it if I could. She showed up in New York morning of, uh, or excuse me, Washington of uh, January 6th, and there were propane tanks, bricks, and two-by-fours laying around. Mm. Wow. 
So I don't know. That's a recipe for disaster. But what I do want to get to, though, is one thing I keep hearing about a lot about is this hammer and scorecard. Mary Fanning talks about it. Uh, Kevin Ship, who jumped ship on John B. Wells and said it's a it's a hoax. Uh, but, uh, you know, basically it's like, what is it? No. Some kind of like a, like you put punch in the code and it's going to, uh, to, to reverse everything. Cause they said they used the hammer and scorecard in 2012 to turn, uh, Florida for, uh, Obama. And, uh, they re- they, they thought, um, Trump had no chance against Hillary. So they laid it to rest and, Sure enough, the underdog prevails, and they weren't expecting that. So this time they had it ready in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hammer and Scorecard were both brought uh, to the FBI by a gentleman by the name of Dennis Montgomery. He was a software designer. He actually was uh, one of the architects of the Hammer and Scorecard program that was created Uh, for our federal government to be able to intercede, get this, intercede and change elections in other countries. Now, we're the ones that are bitching about how the Russians got involved with the election and all this nonsense. We have software that was developed for the government called Hammer and Scorecard that would allow our intelligence agencies, and I use that term very loosely, allow the intelligence agencies into other countries' elections and allow them to be able to manipulate the elections. That was used by communist China, and it was used by other countries around the world. They had um, Italy. Uh, Serbia, Germany, Spain, um, and China, for sure, were all part of this process of flipping votes from uh, Trump to Biden. And that was done with the scorecard program that Dennis Montgomery brought to the FBI with all this documentation. There were literally box loads of documentation to show that this was really honestly happening. And uh, Dennis Montgomery turned that over to the FBI. There are seven hard, uh, major, large hard drives loaded full of information on Hammer and Scorecard that are documented by the court system as having been turned over by Dennis Montgomery to the FBI. You know, I I it's hard to argue with and say it doesn't exist when you got that kind of documentation, isn't it? Yeah, but you know, I kind of I did question uh, you know some things too, like when I lived in Las Vegas, two thousand eight, two thousand twelve. You know, obviously I I voted for McCain and I voted for Romney, a couple of rhinos right there, but I'm wondering did my did my vote get switched over to Obama? You never know, not with uh, the level of deceit we've got in this country right now. Billy, we've got a choice. We have got to go back to hand-counted 
paper ballots at the oh, precinct absolutely. level and only allowed to vote if you can present a valid ID and show that you live in the county and live where you say you live. See, when I'm when I moved to Vegas, uh, I I had Tennessee ID, and I was sleeping on a friend's couch, and they they told me I'd only been there for two weeks, and they said doesn't matter. Somebody off the street registered me to vote, and I was legitimately registered to vote without Nevada ID, only living there for two weeks. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Just use my friend's address. And, and then here's the, here's the uh, even more on it. That was 2008. 2012, I'm already a legitimate uh, resident of the state of Nevada and got my ID. And uh, I, you know, I need to, uh, I need to re-register to go to the right precinct because I registered as a Republican. They, th they threw my registration form away and I, I had to go to my old precinct to vote, which was, uh, which was 45 minutes. If you're lucky through traffic across town from wow. where I was living mm. and then 45 minutes back. So, I'm yeah. telling you, we've got to we've got to fix the broken voting system. I don't think we're going to have an honest election in 2022. I don't see how because we haven't fixed the system that oh. rigged the last election. And unless we start going back to what made this country have fair elections, which is paper ballots at the precinct level counted at the precinct level and then double counted at the precinct level and then collated at the county level. You know, the, if you do that, we can have honest elections again, but until we do, we're not going to have them. You know what the other idea they have too is because they got to have this dominion voting say, fine, you want to have paper ballots. This is how we're going to do it. So they're going to set it up kind of like a Catholic confessional booth where you go inside the booth to vote, only you don't have a paper there. There's somebody else on the other side asking you who you want to vote for, and they mark it down for you. Are you going to trust that? Yeah, no kidding. Well, we, we've got to get computers completely out of the system uh, for as far as voting. Hand-counted paper ballots, and they say, well, you can't do it. It'd be impossible. Well, it wasn't impossible 20 years ago, you know, why is it impossible now when it wasn't impossible 20 years ago? Are we that stupid that we can't go back to doing something that was very simple and very straightforward? I don't think so. I think they just want to manipulate the vote. And all I can say is that people wake up. If we don't start taking our ballot box back, we're not going to ha ever have another fair election as long as this country exists. That's right. Oh yeah, we got we got to fix that. That's and it won't exist long either because we're destroying this country from the inside out. And if you want to be part of the new world order, then just uh, keep snoozing and keep paying uh, uh, homage to the devil, and uh, sooner or later he'll own us, lock, stock, and barrel. Yes. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, Dan, I hate to say it, but we are out of time. I uh, really appreciate uh, 
is spending some time with me and talking with me. It's been a great conversation. Uh, before we go to the uh, upcoming music set got going on here, I want you to uh, go ahead and give yourself a plug. I know you got Connecting the Dots out there. It's a great show. Very informative. Why don't you uh, give that a plug? Yeah, um, we do. Uh, I do programs, podcasts three, uh, three times a week. I do two programs on Patriot Soapbox Network uh, called Connecting the Dots with Dan Happel. Uh, and I also do a one-hour Brytheon TV program with Mike Adams' Brytheon TV Network. Uh, and that is also Connecting the Dots. And that is at Brytheon TV. Uh, and so please uh, come, come to either one of those. You can also go to my website, danhappel.com. It's H-A-P-P-E-L, first name Dan, um, danhappel.com. And we archive most of my podcasts on that site as well. All right. All right. And yeah, you know, uh, before this uh, shooting, you had the Red Pill uh, Expo in Indianapolis, of course. Yeah. Uh, you got another one uh, coming up in November. Yeah, we're uh, already putting together the next program we're doing. It will be in the Salt Lake City area uh, in November, uh, somewhere between the first and second week in November. Uh, for more information, go to our website, redpillexpo.org, and we will start fleshing out that program within the next two weeks. All right. But Dan, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much. God bless you. Uh, until, until we uh, talk again. Okay. Well, thank you, Billy. I always enjoy being on with you. You're a, a, a really, really good podcaster. Thank, thank you. Thank you very much. And there you have the conversation with Dan Happel. It's always good to have him on the show. Yes, indeed. Time to go to the next music set. Coming up, we have Holly Beth. Going to be followed by Adam Calhoun, Doyle Bramhall, Sepsis, and the Marine Rapper. Be right back after this. How dare you and who in the hell fuck do you think you are? You're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we're proper gentlemen, because we always ask... Do you mind if I fart? You really know how to waste a Cialis, don't you? You're abusing my fan. <laughs>
dates back to the Egyptians. Coffee enemas have been all the rage for a few years now. But at Rectify Holistic, we say, why stop at coffee? We have detoxifying all-natural enemas for every occasion. Get that minty, fresh taste with a peppermint enema. Or be hydrated from behind with a coconut water enema. Acquire all the charm, hygiene, and je ne sais quoi of a Frenchman with a garlic enema. We've also got relaxing and inspiring flavors like Irish coffee, fruit juice, hamburger meat, or spicy ground turkey. Become nature's softy serve machine with an ice cream enema. Or get ravaged by a burly Russian with the St. Petersburg Surprise. Rectify Holistic. Come and get properly cleaned today. Got your rebel flag with your camo hat backwards Stains on your shirt with your fucked up teeth Piece of shit truck broke down middle of the street Old lady bitching in the passenger seat Smoking like a chimney, kids in the back can't breathe Got a kid on her lap, smack his ass if he speaks Always wearing white beaters cause her ass getting beat Okay, that's white trash, but what about a hillbilly? Redneck motherfucker, never even near a city Out in the woods, hunting deeper than the wolves Get that big old buck, bring him home, eat until they fall Or they out in the shed, on the side drinking shine Old lady Better bring your ass aside It's way past nine You've been drinking all night Gotta get to work on time Up before the sunrise Call me redneck white trash Say it back I don't care, kiss my ass I don't care, kiss my ass They call me redneck white trash Say it back I don't care, kiss my ass I don't care, kiss my ass They call me redneck white trash Say it back Nigga ass nigga got your sagging pants with your ass hanging out the back Hanging out in front of liquor stores selling crack Just so you could put some 24s on your Cadillac Baby mama bitchin' you ain't taking care of business All you do is smoke weed run around with other bitches And you can't keep a job cause you in and out of prison Guess it must be Trump's fault cause you making bad decisions that's about niggas, but what about black folk? Raise their kids right every night. Mom and dad are home, hunting for a job. Not crying about a privilege, crying out to God. Stop the violence where we live in. Fuck it though, you a nigga, and I'm just a cracker. They pin us against each other, sit back and they watch it happen. In the hood, they selling crackin', killing over shoes and jackets. In the trailer park, they fall apart, a bunch of mad addicts. Call me redneck, white trash, say it back. I don't care, kiss my ass. I don't care, kiss my ass. They call me redneck, white trash. Say it back. I don't care. Kiss my ass. I don't care. Kiss my ass. They
living life by the drop Up and down that road in a worn-out shoes Talking about good things, singing the blues But you went your way, I stood behind When we both knew it was just a matter of time
Bound to bound to bound to bound to bound to bound to sing When you play games with the battleship, you surely bound to sing Someone get this nappy bearded rapper a brush and some grease And it's not about the politics, you just are bugging me I could be gay and liberal, all you gendering Rainbow, flag go glittering, march with citizens all through San Francisco and change my genitals Still more man than Marcus Ask the job, woke a bear and get dealt That's a solitaire, you'll be playing yourself Michael bootleg Jordan put the flame on himself I'm that M16, Marcus aimed at himself Burning you up inside that conservatives with these rhymes Are steadily topping charts while you acting all tough online Cause you wish to point the finger but 
you need to realize that the guy inside the mirror got you feeling victimized. I know you insecure, rocking back and forth in your seat. Thinning our brows, so I know you got that low T. Degrading all the women and everything you spit out. Not your mom, me, or the dentist is proud of your mouth. Your rap's all the same as rappers uncreative. World star hating, blue check papering. Same with your articles, no one saying they saving them. Your music, no one playing, so racial slurs you are slanging them. It's funny how you dummies call me Rocket Raccoon next week. Chris Pratt, he was rocking my tunes Next week you beg me to take this off of iTunes Cause the whole world will know what I did to this fool uh. Stop your yapping, think I can't that you're a battle rapper I started laughing cause I really been a battle rapper Don't mean Chirac, I mean Iraq This dweeb don't have the guts like his marine granddad Know you wanna be like me and Tofa so bad Know you wanna talk about 2A in your raps Tyson Bryson better also watch who you tag Cause Craig Long go fold you in half You still suck if we had taught in that old DeLorean Went to that house party They say boy, get this young make man, he's so boring Get him out of here, sorry, cool hurt exploring To show how bad he is That's the story, and you come from the future year 3064, and I'm the hip-hop historian. It's the point where we celebrate your memorial and memorial. Holy smokes. Well, I'll say, man, I love a good service. Me too. I love celebrating, what? The death of somebody's rap career. Beautiful, beautiful. Hey, but look at the bright side. What? Marcus Harris. What? A.K.A. Young Merc. Yeah. Can always work at the Gap. Oh, because he has a Gap. Left-wing community organizers and campus radicals in Idaho are still up to their dirty tricks, teaching Idaho kids from cradle to college that white people are inherently racist. Now, these left-wing nuts are taking the whole race thing to a whole new level with critical race theory. According to critical race theory, teaching children math, arithmetic, is racist. Shakespeare, Shakespeare, racist. Can you say ridiculous? Malcolm X warned against critical race theory. It's very harmful. It's wrong. And the leftist nuts teaching this stuff to our children know it. Join Idaho Freedom Action to put an end to this leftist takeover of education in Idaho. Join the fight against the teaching of critical race theory to Idaho's youngsters. Visit IdahoFreedomAction.org today. IdahoFreedomAction.org X-Point at night, real country dark. You look up at the sky and see everything you've been missing living in the city. You had no idea there were so many stars. No city lights, no traffic noise. You can actually hear your thoughts because you can actually think without distraction. When morning comes, the light breaks over a surreal nine square miles of unobstructed vista. And you think to yourself, this is a good place. It's quiet, it's safe, and it's beautiful. 600 steel-reinforced concrete bunkers sit on X-Point. They're 80 feet long, 26 feet wide, and have 12 and a half foot high ceilings. The price is $45,000, which is very cheap for what you get and where you get it. In times of natural or national emergency, this is the place you want to be. It's a community, not a commune, and the people there are like-minded. Send an email to brendy at arcmidnight.com and let us connect you with X-Point. X marks your spot. That's the point. Ooh. 
Chaz Mitchell Custom Hats makes and sells custom hats with a Western influence. These hats are not cheesy, one-size-fits-all, except they're not cowboy hat knockoffs. Chaz Mitchell will custom design and build a genuine hat just for you, the way you want it. Chaz will actually measure your head, talk with you about the hat you desire, make it, and deliver it to you. You'll make a statement every time you put on your hat. Originally from Jigs, Nevada, Chaz Mitchell grew up cowboy and alongside his father, Waddy Mitchell. They built their first hats together at a workshop in Elko, Nevada. Chaz recalls his father once telling him, make a hat he would be proud to wear. After years of practice and studying hats and their owners, Chaz knows what makes a good hat maker. It's understanding that a hat doesn't only fit the circumference of the head, but also the personality of the owner. Get in touch with Chaz today, and he'll build you a hat you will be proud to wear. Visit Chaz Hats, that's C-H-A-Z-H-A-T-Z dot com. Ladies and gentlemen, we are proud to announce that Outlaw Radio officially has affiliation with We The People Holsters. If you own a handgun, then you know you need the perfect holster to go with it. We The People Holsters are made right here in the USA by gun nerds who are not afraid to support our Second Amendment. Whether you want Kydex or leather, We The People Holsters has just what you need. We The People Holsters is the preferred option of professionals throughout the law enforcement industry, as well as those serving in the branches of the armed forces. Simply go to www.outlawradioabs.com, go to the store section, and click on the We The People Holsters banner to select the holster that's perfect for you. Don't wait. Get your holster from We The People Holsters today. Did you know that the majority of Idaho's Republican leadership do not even support the Idaho Republican Party platform? I know it makes no sense, but it's true. Ask them for yourself. Ask Tom Luna, the Idaho Republican Party director, if he would be willing to sign his name in agreement to the published Idaho Republican Party platform. In fact, most of Idaho's Republican elected leaders like Governor Brad Little, Speaker Scott Bedke, Attorney General Lawrence Wasden, Senators Jim Rish and Mike Crapo and Congressman Mike Simpson simply do not support the Republican Party platform. And if you think that they do, then just ask them. Ask them to publicly sign their name in full support to the published Idaho Republican Party platform. Sure, you might support the Idaho Republican platform, but the Idaho Republican leadership doesn't. That's a major disconnect, and it's one we need to change. Get rid of the rhinos in 2022. I'm Ammon Bundy, and I approve this message. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Coldcock Whiskey. Raise your glass, take a shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic, Gear Up Let's Train, and Neutronics IGF-1, Making Men, Men Again. The songs you just heard, you just heard the Marine Rapper with Holy Smokes. Before that, Sepsis with Yesterday Isn't Me. Before that, Doyle Bramhall with the cover of Stevie Ray Vaughan's Life by the Drop. Before that, Adam Calhoun with Racism. Good song, by the way. And starting off the whole set, Holly Beth with 100 Proof. 
All right, moving right along, it is time to go to the icon Stephen James for the Steve solution. Here we go. I don't care who you're voting for, Democrat or Republican, you need to be able to prove who you are. Because what's to stop tons and tons of individuals for whatever party, for whatever office, of registering repeatedly and sending different people into polling stations or the same person into polling stations over and over and over again using different voter registration cards when they've obviously voted fraudulently several times over. This is The Steve Solution with Stephen James on Outlaw Radio. What's going on, everybody? This is Stephen James. Welcome to The Steve Solution. Billy, what the hell is going on today? Well, other than uh, look, looking at uh, shit going down and, uh, you know, uh, I've got, I got to say, like I said, in a, in a video I recorded there, that, uh, that guy, that uh, Elisha Dickin over in uh, uh, Indiana, you know, what a service he did, but uh He's getting demonized by, of all people, the Uvalde, Texas Police Department after they did a real bang-up job. Well, you know, they've got so much room to criticize anybody else. Yeah, yes. I'm I'm pretty sure Hitler could criticize them, and they would have to actually, to be smart, would be able to sit there and shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I mean... If you ask me, I think uh, I'm going to say what a lot of people are saying is that uh, Elisha Dickens saved lives. I don't argue with that in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. I mean, you know, too bad we lost three people, but how many more would we have lost? How many, exactly? How many more? Because yeah, okay, yo, the mall policy is you're not supposed to carry a weapon. Well, uh, the shooter didn't um, adhere to that policy, and thank God he didn't either, because he took the son of a bitch out. You keep hearing the liberal media saying there are no good guys with guns. It, you know, the liberal people keep saying, "Well, sure, yeah, if everybody had a gun," but no. There's plenty of people with guns, and they don't go around saving people. Uh, there's a fucking prime example. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I just wanted to get that out of the way really quick, uh, but you've got you've got more on your mind than this. I do, and I just I came up with this topic by putting one word, one word, uh-huh. in the Google search engine. Now, what was that one and it word? gave me enough trans. All right. And I swear to God, the first, you know, the way Google works is they give you the top numbers of stories. The first stories. Number one, L.A. schools adopt radical trans affirmating agenda to attack gender binary. I wonder how their transaction to their bank is looking for doing this, by the way. Uh, it's probably really well for the fucking teachers union and the LAUSD. 
Uh, yeah, but in the long one, you know the old phrase, go, go woke, go broke. And that's... And that works everywhere, everywhere except L.A., New York, Chicago, Seattle, San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, there... I've already said it before. I have no problem with transgender people being treated with the same rights as human beings. There's no need to harass them. There's no need to bully them, need to accept them for what they are. But their ideology, do, you know, doesn't need to be pushed on other people. Well, first, well, first off, let's, let's talk about, you know, acceptance yeah okay they want to be accepted and be part of society right yes they do okay i agree with that completely what does being accepted entail well i mean no discrimination you know i mean there's a i, I remember um and this this goes back oh about uh, 25 years ago as I used to work for a moving company and my boss was homophobic and, um, you know, because he helped move a gay couple from one house to another, he tacked on extra charges, which he called idiot tax. And, uh, and come on that, you know, that's wrong just because they were gay. To be fair, I agree with an idiot tax. I disagree with an idiot tax just because they're gay. Yeah, exactly. So that, that was the whole reason why he did it. Cause he was a homophobic asshole, you know, um, other, I mean, otherwise, I mean, they were, they were fairly wealthy anyway and, and paid every dime that he charged them, but he charged them like uh, $75 more than what he charged other people. To be fair. And they paid that with no complaint, right? They didn't know. I understand that, but they paid it in they, without any complaint. They paid it without any complaint, but if they knew extra charges just because they were gay. Right. That also proves they're stupid for not doing their research, but that has nothing to do with them being gay. It has to do with them being stupid and your you know, former boss being homophobic. When it comes to trans, the first thing you hear in every argument is trans, as far as trans rights, they want to be treated equal. They want to be you know, given the same rights as everybody else. And I 100% agree with that. There's, you agree with that? There, there is as far as human beings go, Stephen, as far as there, there are lines to cross. Now, and I've, been, I've said this many times, you want to you feel like you are a woman trapped in a man's body. Then you're uh, mentally ill, but I, no. I respect your right to be mentally ill. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm, I'm not even going to say you're mentally ill. I mean, you have, you have the you right are. to make, you have to, you have the right to make that choice, whether you want to have the surgery or whatnot, or, you know, if you want to identify, however, especially the biggest problem I'm having, they're, they're one of the biggest problems sports that doesn't mean okay do you want do you want to be 
you know, you make that choice to transition over. That means you're going to, you know, choices mean sacrifices. Do you want to be a woman or do you want to be an athlete? You can't do both. I agree. And we're going to get into that in a minute. But before I um, jump into that, you agree with me, basically, that, you know, you want to be treated the same with the same dignity and human rights as every other person, right? Yes, exactly. Uh, okay. And I so did you hear the joke about an Irishman that walked into a wall? No, no. Well, I assume there probably is joke, but you, you know what? You know who's not offended offended by the Irishman that walked into a wall joke? The Irishman. Why? I oh, give me because an they don't give a fuck when you're a quote unquote cis white male. You you are free game to be made fun of. Okay, cool. I get made fun of. You know, heterosexual white male. I'm fair game. Perfect. I'm down with that. I can be the butt of everybody's joke, and I don't get to say shit because I make uh, what's the phrase again? Uh, cis white male. Okay, awesome. I got no problem with that. I've been the butt of many jokes. I'm cool with it. So why can't, you know, the trans community or the gay community or the black community or the Latino community or any other, you know, minority community, why can't they be the butt of the same jokes? Or the- why can't, why can't a comedian, uh, and I hate to, you know, bring oh, up Dave, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, yes. But he's the biggest example of it. Why can't he tell these jokes without, you know, a venue canceling him or without Netflix employees trying to walk out? And God bless Netflix, by the way, saying, okay, fine. You want to walk out because you're offended, then walk the fuck out. You know, we're going to consider that you quitting. Goodbye. So kudos to Netflix. But I know that's an old story, but why can't. You know, you're saying as a group, we want to be included and given the same rights as every other group out there. I agree. You should absolutely be given those rights. I have no issue with that. However, when I want to make a joke about a chick with a dick, well, let's face it, it's not really a chick with a dick. It's a dude with tits. Oh, shit, I'm about to be canceled. Damn it. Or, you know, why can't I make that joke? You know, or a lot of them, too, are, um, you know, are not only expecting equal rights, but because of years of oppression and all that. Okay, I think I deserve a 75 percent discount on at the store because of how society treated me, even though that people in that, that store have always treated me like a, like an equal human being, you know, a lot of them are, are jumping on that bandwagon. Yeah. It doesn't work one way or the other. Either you are a protected class of citizen, which means we need to treat you with kid gloves, which means you are not treated with equal rights. Because you're a protected class of citizen. Much like, you know, the mentally ill or, you know, young children. 
You are protected. If you want to be a protected class of citizen, that's fine. Then we will treat you like that. But then you don't get to bitch about how you're treated as long as you're treated fairly under, you know, said restrictions. If you want to be treated as an equal, guess what? That means tee it up and you're going to be the butt of a fucking joke at times and grow a pair. Well, actually, they've already got a pair, a lot of them anyway, until they've cut them off. (laughs) But you get to be made fun of. You get to be included in the reindeer games. You get to be the butt of a joke. You get to be the fat person at a buffet. Oh, wait, we can't make fun of the fat person at a buffet. Um, you get to be uh, the Mexican. Oh, damn it, we can't talk about Mexicans. Um, shit. You get to be the dip. No, can't talk about deaf people. Um, you get to be the gay guy at the. Nope. Shit. Um, can't do that. Oh, oh, I'm working on it. Give me a second. You get to be the Irish guy building a wall who trips. Oh, wait, we can make fun of that guy. Why? Because fucking Irish don't give a shit. Or basically, you're atypical heterosexual white male. You can make fun of us all you want, and by all means, do it, because we don't give a fuck. And our skin is not that thin. We don't whine and cry and bitch. Unless, of course, you're a Democrat. <laughs> Wait, are we allowed to make fun of them still? I don't know. I think we're on the line there. By, by the way, they're uh, uh, what, whatever you want to call yourself over in the White House. You're definitely not my president. You're definitely not my commander in chief, but... How'd that mask work out for you? <laughs> well, and the uh, vaccine and, and, and the, the two and booster the, shots. Yeah, how'd that work out there? By the way, um, I'm very proudly unvaccinated, and <laughs> um, I'm around people uh, 12 hours a day, and I'm not talking about enclosed environments. I'm talking about the general public. Yeah, I never had COVID. <laughs> or if I did, it was... It felt like a cold, and I was over it in two days. Um, you know, but uh, I don't know this. What, what I think her name is uh, Leah Thomas, or his name. I don't. I I don't think uh, he's had you know, the he surgery. Was, she was born with a dick at this point. If you're going to be out there criticizing, then I'm still going to call you a he. Now, if you were born with a dick and you had a surgery or took hormones or whatever, and you keep to your fucking self as far as the media and you just live your life, you are more than welcome to be called a she by me. Well, let's not forget uh, Barry, a.k.a. Stacy Lawton. Up oh, that's the- actually what started this whole line of thought, <laughs> in my opinion. Oh, oh, I can guarantee you that he... And I say he is going to watch this because he is tired of me misgendering him. Oh, boo-hoo. I'm sorry. Last I heard, you have a dick. You know, one of the most famous transgender people that I'm actually, I've said it in the past, and I'm going to 
correct myself on this is Bruce Jenner. Because I keep in, I, in the past, I've insisted on saying Bruce. I'm actually going to change my opinion on that. And I am going to go and start calling her Caitlin. Because quite frankly, when it comes to athletics and all that other stuff, she is on our side with this. And she doesn't think that transgender people should be able to compete in sports. Exactly. Unless there's an, they, they gain an, enough number to have a division of their own, which obviously there's still a very small number. They can't do it. They can't, we can't put them up against uh, to, be fair, to be fair. If we keep going the way that we're going as a society, they will have a division in the next fucking 10 years. Yeah. I'm talking about right now. I, I'm saying if they want that, they, it's going to have, it's going to take some time, but right now it's not an option, you know, that, so, you know, and, uh, do we really want to spend tax dollars making them their own bathrooms? Because for one, especially that, uh, there's one up in Canada and I forgot what, what their name is or her, he, or whatever, but, uh, you know, I really don't subscribe to the whole pronoun thing. It's yeah, I know. <laughs> not because I don't care about the individuals, but because I think it's stupid and it's too much work. I, and I'm lazy. Well, honestly, but th this is where I'm, I'm trying to go with this, Stephen, is uh, you go, you, you can find this fat ass. Yeah, I'm going to body shame this piece of shit to, um, you know, the, up in uh so I think it's uh, uh, British Columbia, maybe uh, Victoria or uh, Vancouver area. I'm not sure. Well, but that's very woke of you to understand that you're body shaming somebody. <laughs> hey, at, le at least I know where it's woke. It's just a matter of caring whether or not it's woke. I don't, I don't want to advertise anybody else uh, as far as celebrities that have podcasts, but I got to give some credit to Adam Carolla for coming up with the line of woke equals no joke. Yeah. Well, yeah, this person, you can find them on Blair White's uh, channel because Blair White did, did an interview with this person. In fact, uh, the interview lasted for a little while until Blair got so upset and, and just abruptly ended it at the end because this person wants to go in already has expressed pedophilic tendencies, you know, wants to go into the girl's bathroom with little girls and then also um, gets pissed off because they're over the phone and this person has, uh, has a rather manly voice because, well, quite frankly, it's a man. But, uh, sir, how can I help you? I'm a woman, goddammit! And, and trying to sue the company for doing that. You know, that's the fucked up thing about that. And I won't even get into particulars about that. But as far as, you know, the pronouns thing, I work for not even, I won't say a large company because it's not a large, let's say a medium sized company that has locations in several states. Uh huh. We have received emails stating, 
that until you are sure of a person's gender and meaning they need to specifically identify themselves as a you know male or female or the or that that we do not use any pronouns you just use their name which actually technically speaking by the way rather than the whole the they she he it whatever I actually think the way my particular company handled it is great we do not use, you know, Mr. or Mrs. We just, you know, their name comes up. We use their first name. I still, I'm, I'm so old school that I can't help but use sir and ma'am. And ma'am, yeah, I'm the same way. Uh, and while I agree with my company at the approach they're taking, they're just, you know, not saying, please ask your customer, you know, what pronoun they want. Just use their fucking name. It's easier. And, you know, I'm right there with you. I'm just like, yes, ma'am. That, that's the way I was raised as a decent human being. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. By the way, I got to share something with you, Stephen. Is uh, since, I, you know, a little bit ago, I brought up uh, Barry Stacy Lawton. <laughs> um, at, uh, they, they don't mention that name at uh, WMNH anymore because yeah that's the that's the station where he called in and told him uh, fuck you on on live on the air uh, don't you mean she sir <laughs> yeah oh, he, yeah he said fuck you well they they refer to that person on the air if they talk about him at all as Mr. Krabs uh, sir we're going to need to stop this conversation now because I'm feeling triggered <laughs> Good. Good. And I'm I'm gonna need my uh, emotional support uh, ostrich on the plane now. Steven, I got a que I do have a question for you. <laughs> I don't know how well do you think you take our our old buddy from from uh, way back, Jason oh. Renfro, or to, and Tommy Coolwater, and <laughs> when somebody tells them, I feel triggered. I believe their response is, oh, I'm sorry, you feel triggered? Fuck off. <laughs> oh, say, oh, oh, that hurts? Do you how about some more? <laughs> That'd be <Yeah>. Jason. <laughs> I <laughs> truly believe Jason would, you know, and thank God he lives in a state. I'm not gonna mention the state because I don't want the man to lose his job. He's got a really good, you know, position in his life, but he is so unapologetic. I love that man. I really do. He is just such a complete fucking... Honestly, he's a douchebag because he's just such a dick to everybody. But that's okay. the thing you got to know about Jason is he's not a bigot. He's not you know being discriminative over any person, race, sexuality. It doesn't matter to him. Oh he God! Fucking treats everybody like a total dick. Oh God! I remember, you know, it's like um, they, I remember back in the day too. They, you know, there's autistic people and uh, those with Asperger syndrome. And there's Jason. What? Pull down your pants and let me see those hamburger patties. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I mean, <laughs> his best ones were dealing with the blind people. He'd, he'd call up a random blind person and go, you know, can you build me a huffy? <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't, you know, wasn't because, you know, he was making fun of someone with a disability. He was making fun of an individual and he didn't care who it was and he wasn't doing it, you know, to with malice. He was doing it for humor. And that's where my whole point of tonight's show is when it comes to humor, <laughs> you've got to let the fuck go, people. I mean, of course, I just can't imagine. I, I can imagine what would happen to Jason today if he's, you know, especially he goes after a trans person. And sure enough, he gets a, like they did to Tucker Carlson. Even, uh, the, you know, this wasn't about trans rights or anything, but having the whole Antifa and BLM mob right outside his door while he's trying to live his private life with his family. But I guess that's okay. You can, you can do that as long as it's especially white and conservative. You know and that? In the, and in the point of Jason, I mean, that guy's called me, you know, every name under the sun in the guise of humor. And you threw it right back at him. Oh, I did. I mean, I can't tell you how many incest jokes I made about that, you know, little redneck. <laughs> And guess what? He never once took offense because whether he's a cis white male, whether it's a transgender person, whether it's someone who thinks they were born the wrong race, Rachel Dolas, it's called having a sense of humor. And that is, let's leave all the political shit and all the other shit aside. Let's just talk about humor for a second. If you want to be included, and that's what every disenfranchised, as I like to call them, subsect of human beings is called, is disenfranchised. Unless you you're Jason, you're, you're the franchise. <laughs> well, yeah. I didn't even put that together very good. <laughs> but no, if you're, uh, you know, a disenfranchised group that says all we want is to be treated equally, to have equal rights. I agree 100%. As long as you agree with equal rights comes humor and you get to be fucking made fun of the same way I do. I can't tell you how many times I've seen a black comedian call me cracker. I can't tell you how many times I've seen a gay comedian call me a breeder. I can't tell you how many times I've seen a Mexican person call me, you know, Irish trash or whatever. Oh, I don't give gringo. a fuck. A gringo, exactly. You know, I don't give a shit. I find a lot of those jokes funny, as long as the comedian is actually funny. I don't take offense to any of it because it's humor. So, therefore, if you want to be included in society and be accepted, then you have to be accepted as far as humor, period. You know, and I, I spoke of, the, of this, too, and this, this is actually getting more and more uh, serious into the subject, Stephen. Um, but, um, you know, uh, the video I did with Jericho Green about a month ago, we were talking about uh, 
there was a movie made back in 1994 called Chicken Hawk, and it's all about members of NAMBLA. Oh, and, gosh. But, you know, the, the G, uh, excuse me, the LBGTQ alphabet soup group didn't exist back then. It was GLAD, G L A A D. And you know what? They were having a gay pride rally. Uh, you know, the gays and the lesbians, and here comes NAMBLA, and the gay community is rejecting them. It's like, oh, well, no. that's because it's fucking wrong. And, and but now it's they're trying, you know, that's another thing. They're trying to get it. A lot of them trying to get inclusive. Oh, pedophiles can't help it. They were born that way, liking children. And I don't, you know, I really don't doubt that's the case. I don't. You know, they're mentally ill, and that's where they are, and that's fine. Um, so you have two choices. Either you make a choice in life to be completely celibate, or if you're going to molest a child and you can't help yourself, then, um, you know, kill yourself. That's just, that's it. I mean, and ped pedophiles is re really where I draw the line. I have no respect for pedophiles. I don't believe in rights for pedophiles. I mean, if you're a pedophile and keep it to yourself and never act on your tendencies, good for you. And well, you that there, therein is my point. If you are a pedophile and you have never, you know, touched a child, you've never, you know, downloaded, you know, uh, child pornography or anything like that. If you've kept that to yourself and you've lived a respectable life, you know, God be with you. You'll be judged in the end. That's fine. I don't have an issue with you. I bet I, you that know. being said, the second you touch a child or the second you go out searching that shit on the internet, then you have two choices. You either don't do that shit or you kill yourself. Period. And, you know, just that part of and, watching. And, and by the way, if you're a pedophile that can't help yourself and you're going to kill yourself, God bless you. Good for you. You understand that you're not right uh, and you're going to hurt a child and you think you should die before you do that. Then God bless you. <laughs> you know, it. it I was just going to say, Stephen, that's the one part of watching Chicken Hawk that was great was seeing that even the gay and lesbian community wanted nothing to do with Nambla. In fact, yeah. one of them one of them told him, "You should be off having a party of your own. We don't really want you here." Uh, the problem is the party of their own hurts children. So, uh, yeah, true. So at least there, somebody could keep an eye on them. Or execute them. Yeah. But, yeah, that was kind of a downer note. But my whole point in, you know, tonight's topic was humor. The whole concept of comedy throughout the last 50 years or so is to, you know, poke fun at society in general. You have to be able to be made fun of to be included in society. <laughs> if I can't make a joke about a chick with a dick, 
then guess what? You're never going to be accepted in society. Oh, what does Andrew Dice Clay? Back in 2000, he called them trans testicles. Yeah. Uh, so just imagine you stick your hand up a chick's skirt and you're holding a tree trunk. What do you say? <laughs> I mean, hell, uh, you know, one of the, you know, great comedies of the 80s. And yes, it was stupid as shit was Crocodile Dundee. And, you know, he was in that bar and he reached up under the skirt and he says, you're not a Sheila. <laughs> Got it. You know, another, another one that uh, Andrew Dice Clay s- said too is, I mean, I wish I could play the audio, but I can't because I'm in the, uh, I'm in the uh, other studio right now. Um, but uh, he says, you never see a black person being gay, especially with a penis like that. What are you going to do with that? Why don't you go snake my toilet while you're at it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, and there's a comedian who's a great example. He doesn't give a fuck who he's making fun of, and he's not doing it with malice. He's just making jokes. He brought in the era of political correctness. He started it. He did, unfortunately, and I hate him for that part. Uh, No, it's not his fault. No, because he was actually the first comedian in I believe in history that was a victim of cancel culture. Him and Sam Kennison. All right. I hate to say it. We're out of time. Uh, but, uh, we're um, going to continue this one next week because this is a really good topic. But yeah, I'm sure, Stephen, I remember last time you said you couldn't remember the number. So if you're watching the video below, the, the number is, uh, yeah. Right there. Yep. All right, take Give me easy. a call. Leave me a voicemail. If you got questions, comments, you want to be playing on the show, throw it out there. <laughs> All right. Take it easy. Peace out, folks. And that's going to do it for this edition of Outlaw Radio. On tap for next week is yet to be determined. We're going to end the show with JB and the Moonshine Band with Beer for Breakfast. Thank you very much for tuning in to Outlaw Radio, and I will be back next week. Are you tired of modern pop music that sounds like a dog fucking a squeaky toy? Well, that's why you're listening to Outlaw Radio. We tell bad bed music to piss up a rope. We give you our opinions and if a fight breaks out, so fucking what? This is Outlaw Radio. Drinking and you're hurting pretty good This morning's got you feeling like you never thought you would You've tried it all from Tylenol to vitamins and more But I'll let you in on something that'll cure it all for sure I said it's beer for breakfast, the hangover remedy The only one that's guaranteed to end your misery You know I've heard a lot of different sorts of wives tales recipes down here in Texas, it's beer for breakfast. I've seen them all hunched over praying to that toilet seat. And I know all they had to do was pop the top and drink. Make sure it's cold, cause warm beer only magnifies the hurt. Yeah, once your helps, but two cold beers is guaranteed to work. I said it's beer for breakfast.
over fix The only remedy that's guaranteed to do the trick You know that whiskey's way too risky And you'll probably just get sick So down here in Texas It's beer for breakfast Whatever you do, you want to market your brand with custom-made apparel. Look no further than fresh-baked tees. T-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, caps, beanies, koozies, banners, and even masks. You can get them all custom-made from fresh-baked tees. Prices are reasonable and negotiable. Simply go to freshbakedtees.com, submit your logo, and place your order today. Support Outlaw Radio and friends and buy some cool stuff in the store section of OutlawRadioABS.com. Get Outlaw Radio t-shirts and hats. In the CTM store, a service of Caravan to Midnight, find items to help make your life easier and better, including the new Eden Nutritional Support System. Check out We the People holsters, made in America by gun nerds who are not afraid to support and stand up for their Second Amendment rights. Click on the We the People holsters banner in the Outlaw Radio store. Get the best night sleep in the whole wide world and more with Mike Lindell's MyPillow pillows and other products. Click on the MyPillow banner in the Outlaw Radio store use promo code OUTLAW and save up to 66%. Visit My Patriot Supply and purchase buckets of food with a 25 year shelf life. In the Cranked Up Coffee Shop, a service of Cranked Up Live. Entertain your taste buds with coffee that even the aficionados love. Visit OutlawRadioABS.com and click on the store link. A service of Outlaw Radio and AOW Productions. You've heard the phrase, America's most loved brands. And what exactly did our loyalty to some of those most loved brands get us? I'll tell you what, money and lots of it. For organizations and their ideologies that directly conflict with American core values and the American way of life. Enter Etruzu.com, a place for patriots to buy and sell. You can open your own online store for as little as $25 per month and grow your business as big as you want. Buy from patriots and sell to patriots. Everything from ordinary household items to absolutely anything that's available from companies that do not have our country's best interests at heart. With Etruzu.com, you know who you're buying from and you know who you're selling to. Let's make your brand one of America's most loved. Get started at Etruzu.com. E-T-R-U-Z-O-O.com. Etruzu, a place where patriots buy and sell.
are proudly sponsored by One of a Kind Art 43, created by professional artist Tammy Blackman. Tammy offers free consultations and will customize your art piece to fit your needs. Each of her pieces are, as the name suggests, is one of a kind because each are personalized pieces and once she is done, there will never be another. If you are interested, go visit Tammy on her social media pages, Facebook and TikTok by searching One of a Kind Art 43, where Tammy broadcasts her work and she's making custom tumblers or canvas art for another satisfied customer. You can always reach out to Tammy through her email at oneofakindart43 at gmail.com or call 409-234-5156. Although the prices vary, the quality is unmatched. Again, her social media pages are one of a kind with underscores between each word, followed by the word art and the number 43. Thank you again, Tammy, for another presence on this show. Hi, it's the Big Voice Guy. The one who intros and promos the show you're listening to right now. Hi, my name is Jim Hunt. I voice for a growing list of internet and terrestrial radio stations, podcasts, and businesses. I'd love to spread the word about yours, too, no matter if the message is serious or silly. Whether you want the delivery to be hard-hitting, voice of authority, or conversational, warm, and fuzzy. From fully produced station imaging and commercials to custom phone system messages on hold and IVR prompts, voiceovers for computer games to narrations for presentations, even post-production audio editing and audio cleanup services. Yeah, I do them too. I'm your guy. I do business as Jim Hunt voiceovers and audio services. My rates are reasonable and negotiable because I love internet radio too. Visit my website, jimhuntvo.com. I'm Jim Hunt, at your service. Put my voice and audio production skills to work for you. Let's do this. You have been listening to Outlaw Radio. Be sure to leave your feedback by calling 208-957-7016. All feedback is played and replied to on the show. Visit our official website at outlawradioabs.com. Outlaw Radio is a presentation of AOW Productions. Won't ever see it coming, baby. I hit you.